0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this month's edition of the Fantasy Book Club, brought to you by AccessibleWorld.org. My name is Julia, and today we will be discussing Anonymous Rex by Eric Garcia. And I thought it was a pretty good book. I mean, it wasn't the best I ever read, but I can't honestly say that it was the worst. The only thing I don't understand is how would they honestly look like... Human, I understand they costume themselves, but they can. I mean, they'd have to walk on their hind legs, and they wouldn't.
1: They wouldn't walk the same way as humans do. I wouldn't think. That was a problem I had, because I couldn't imagine how you could fit a hundred foot long Brontosaurus, or a thirty five foot tall Tyrannosaurus Rex, or a forty foot long Triceratops into a costume.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that that was my problem. That was that was the main problem with with what I what I did read because oh, hush up! Hang on, let me turn. Oh, jeez! Some of these computers—they just talk to you, and they you know. Well, I I had a problem with the the this. Suspension of belief. Now, this is fantasy. Okay, I know we're discussing fantasy books. But there are certain things in fantasy that you have to do in order to make the fantasy believable. You have to you have to hook it on to some kind of a reality. Like Oh, I remember re- uh, reading some lecture by a guy who was talking about C.S. Lewis. Okay, and and you know, of course, you know, in the Narnia books, you know, you've got elves and you've got dwarves and you've got, um, you know, all this this stuff and and talking animals and you know all this stuff, but the the food in in the book is real. It's, you know, it's sausages. It's stuff you understand. It's sausages, it's eggs, it's bacon, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, venison steaks, whatever. And um, I just, I just kind of thought, how the heck do you fit somebody in a costume? And then I thought, if these dinosaurs have been around for all the years since the fall of the asteroid, which is what?
1: Sixty-five yeah. million years.
2: The Sixty-five yeah. million. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have, um, you know, polyester and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, a hundred years ago. So what were they doing? I I just I never even thought about that. I I I just I it didn't. I just couldn't make it make any sense to me. I mean, it was just like it was way off in, in you know, somewhere, but it just kind of hung out there. There was nothing to attach it to the real world. I mean, and that, that, the biggest problem I had was those costumes.
1: Well, that was one of my problems. The other problem is is that after they, he got to New York and went to the clinic, the book just seemed to drag and drag and drag. And then, then when he had sex with the human that was really a dinosaur, but he didn't know it, uh, you know, that was the other problem. I can't imagine a human being having sex with a dinosaur.
2: Uh, no, it would be rather yeah. difficult.
1: I mean, it, it, you know, because
2: the parts wouldn't fit together. I mean, very right. sorry, but I mean, you know, like the, it, it would be physically and then, uh, impossible.
1: And, then and if they, it did
2: fit together, how, I mean, I can't imagine
3: that the wiring
1: was similar. Hello, Deb.
3: Hi. Uh, hey. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and the the other thing is when they got and I, this is a spoiler alert if anybody w- wants to avoid it. I don't see how they finally came up with a human dinosaur hybrid which was what happened at the end of the book.
0: Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I mean yeah,
2: the, the the um the genetics just yeah.
1: yeah, you know this. Uh, there wasn't this, American, explanation for that. Ready? I'm
2: sorry, but I I really have a hard time.
1: Well, this this is another I one like of it. those books that seemed like they wanted to get every every possible genre into one book. You know, they had romance, they had mystery, um, such as it was. I did, yeah. Suspense, terror, or horror. You know, and plus well, it was. Way too long. Yeah.
0: Oh, dear. I kind of liked it. I mean, despite all its flaws, I kind of thought it was cute. Yeah.
3: That, the it, There's a kind of snarky quality to it that I enjoy. Um, but I will say this. When I recommended this book, I thought I had read all of these books, and I have not read this one. And it is actually the first book in the series Truly, and it suffers from being his first book. Um, seriously, the, the others are, you're, and you, you're right on about the costume issue. That's something that I didn't think of either. And that does make it just that much more preposterous. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where if it's really amusing enough, you can kind of just say, okay, well, what the heck. But, this one was not that way i I found it very uncomfortable to read, and that's odd because I don't usually um I'm not usually offended by much, and I wasn't exactly offended by it, but it just sort of made me cringe um yeah i I
2: know what you mean i i do yeah. i I know what you mean, and it just and it just kind of I don't know well, so I'm sorry, I recommended these because i the there are at
3: least two others that i have read both of which were much better um i think at the very end it implies that he has a new partner and the interactions between him and his new partner are very good in some of the other books and huh. they're uh, and they're fun um there's still some pretty wild and weird stuff that goes on in them but not not the same kind of stuff, and I'm, I'm like you guys. I was just bored silly with the stuff about the genetics. I mean, that's just like it just moved so slow in places.
0: Well, that So was I fun. thought it was cool, but I couldn't. I mean, it wasn't realistic. But I mean, I kind of <laughs> liked it. I liked it, this even despite itself, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, if you think you might like to read another one, you might give it a try. They may it may not be worth going on. I think if I'd read this one first, I probably wouldn't have gone on. But I just happened you know it was back in the days of cassettes where you just kind of got what you got, right? And so, and the first one I got was a different one. I think it was
0: uh,
1: I don't remember. There's at least
3: two others that I've read.
1: Hmm. What well, were you going to
0: say, Marshall? Myself?
1: The other book in in Bard is Casual Rex. Uh, oh yeah, I don't think there yeah. are any others. Although I get there's the feeling a- there is, because I have the feeling that I started one from this guy, but it wasn't. I don't think it was this one. And obviously, I haven't read Casual Rex, so I don't know what that is about. The um,
3: one of them is there's
1: a secret.
3: Addendum to the metro system where they have these secret places, and that one is pretty good. Huh. Um, and I can't remember, I don't remember which one, I did, but the other one is there's one called like, like hot and sweaty wrecks or something like that, but I don't remember the.
1: <laughs>
3: I think that's the oh, end. No, <laughs> I don't.
1: Oh my, my mind boggles. Exactly.
2: Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, uh, mine does too. I uh, yeah.
0: don't really want to go there. I
2: I find myself quoting uh, Tom Lehrer, something about to be smut, it must be utterly <laughs> without redeeming social importance. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, dear. Well... I think the names
3: on all of them are really more there for the shock appeal than they are for the for any actual uh, resemblance to what goes on in the book. So, are you guys still there?
0: I right. we have. We're still here. It's,
3: okay. It's just that it's never that
0: quiet. <laughs> <sighs>
3: So I'm a, I, Like I say, I'm sorry, guys. I've led us down a garden
0: path. But... No, no, no. Don't apologize. No, it's okay. It's, it's it's okay. Well, I, I, it's
1: I felt the same way after I read The Immortals and recommended it, or recommended it before I read it.
2: Oh, well. Anyway, well, yeah. I have one that... Uh, well, there are two that showed up just now on BARD. One is called Fireball, which is supposedly about... Some fireball happening in London and whisking kids back to you know back to ancient ancient Rome or ancient Britain or whatever the heck it is, Yay, you travel yeah, and then there's one uh, what is it called oh it's um the the dancer from atlantis it's by powell, powell Anderson.
3: I saw that um. In fact, I think That's it. i got of like a, a, a
2: wish list. Good possibility, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, I like Paul Anderson. Yeah, me too. Um, and the only other suggestion I had, I got from my good friend Jan, who, um, well, she and I kind of like the same books, and um, she says, and we probably want to read this later on because it's it's by somebody named Walton, common spelling, and it's called Tooth and Claw. And it's all about this society, you know, and it has politics and, you know, so forth and so on, and, and people striving to get, you know, higher in the social order and this and that. But they're all dragons. Ah, oh, cool. And um, she recommends it highly, and um, and she she is one who likes, you know, witty witty books, and um, she likes good plot and all that kind of stuff. So um, you know, she I think her recommendation might be worth something, but maybe not right after this
1: anonymous Rex thing. You know, I've I read the latest Mercedes Lackey book that Bard put out called A Study in Sable. And the main reason I grab it takes place in like Victorian England and there are wizards and psychic powers. Well, she's usually good. The thing that grabbed me about it is anything, I'll grab anything that has Sherlock Holmes in it. And ah. it has Sherlock Holmes and John and Mary Watson as uh, Elemental Masters. Hmm. And they're... Oh,
0: still in the Elemental Masters series, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: I've read some of those,
3: but not this particular one. That sounds... No. And I'll like the one that I've read. Um.
1: Oh. Well, I'm not recommending starting with the first one. Which is uh, what? Because there are like 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. That um. Well,
3: at least it's Mercedes Lackey, so you know she's had experience writing.
1: Yeah. Her, this is the only one I, I that I really, well, like I said, I'm a Sherlock Holmes nut. Yeah. So anything that has him in it uh, is is fun. Uh, <laughs> so. I don't know that I'd want to do it right now, but it might be good for later. Okay. yeah,
0: I thought it'd be fun to read Harry Potter for a book club. I don't know if everyone's read that to me times.
2: What? <laughs> right. Oh, you mean the the first one, or do you mean the latest, the latest incarnation? I uh, no,
0: not the latest one because that
2: would
1: be kind of. What is the it's latest fun. one I can Well, it remember. would be hard
2: to get a hold of. I uh well, I came of I stumbled over a copy of of um an e-text copy of the play script and it is a play script and uh, which is why it's not available here.
3: Um, mm-hmm.
2: you know, oh, because, because right. of the uh, the copyright laws. Um but I happen to as I say, <laughs> stumble across it. Um, I haven't, I haven't read most. I haven't read most of it. I've read like the first couple of scenes. And I don't it know. Seems, I... It seems um. okay, but my problem is, I think I'd rather see it
1: acted out. Right, right. You I, know, I, it's I think I like, like, like that play too. Is like,
2: yeah. Reading a play, it's like
1: yeah. Ugh. I would kind of hope that maybe Amazon would, or not Amazon or Amazon or Audible would put it on as a as an actual acted play that you could purchase. Uh huh.
2: You know who might do that? I don't know if they've done
1: it or if she's
2: given permission. Is uh, graphic audio?
0: Oh, they that would be awesome! Something like that. I love that. That would
2: be something. But it would take mm. them a while, I think.
0: Well, why don't we give them a couple
2: of and see if something happens about that. But yeah, I'm about
3: a quart low on Harry Potter myself.
2: So, all right. So what are, what are we doing? I think all of those things sound good.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I don't care.
1: I think Fireball would be cool.
0: Okay. I think that yeah, might be nice, trouble. too. Okay. I just
1: I just hope it's not a rip off of the of oh, science fiction series where the town gets to, sent back to medieval Germany. I can't remember the title of it. It's a number. Yeah. Oh well that sounds cool. But I'll try I'll try Fireball.
2: All right. Um, I don't know the author's name offhand. I did just download it. Um, I can't remember the
1: author. Well, there, offhand, can't be, but can't be, there can't be that many books with the title Fireball. Well, no,
2: and it's it's right on today's uh, new editions. I mean, it's it's not the, the newest editions, but it's the uh, the ones for yesterday on the okay. 21st. It's about halfway down the page, I think.
1: Yeah, Okay. So if
2: you just keep hitting your H key, you'll find it. H? Yes,
1: H. i I'll, I'll just search for Fireball.
2: Well, you can do it that way, too. But um, if I'm looking on the computer, I don't have the BARD app on my phone. So if I'm looking on the computer for new books and I'm browsing, I just hit the letter H because of... Uh, no. is a, a heading-dependent
1: Yeah, I do that, webpage. too, when I'm going through the whole list.
2: Yeah, well, you know, so, well, yeah, you could look for Fireball. I mean, you could put it in the search field and, and find it that way. Um, I, as I say, I don't remember the author. I do remember that the dancer from Atlantis is Powell Anderson. Cool. I'm looking cool. at that now. Cool. If Powell. I can remember the password. What password for what? Bard. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
3: I think I found. I think I found it here. Let's see. This says a gigantic fireball. Uh, it's quiet London suburb one night, knocking Simon and his American cousin into
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Roman Britain. So this is it. Okay. Right. The D B number is one
2: nine four nine one. One nine four nine one. Oh. This is here, it must be an older book. It is a
3: very old book. And it is marked as historical fiction, not fantasy, but it
2: sounds like fantasy to me. Well, it it sounded a little like fantasy to me, but <laughs> yeah, it if you does. don't think it's I if you don't think it's fantastic enough, maybe we. Should
3: no, i Yeah, I was just giving you the information. I it sounds fine to me.
1: I just well, the bard doesn't know how to classify books anyway. Sometimes
3: they really don't. <laughs> I think they're kind of afflicted that way. Okay, the guy that wrote it is a guy named John Christopher. whose name sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know why. The narrator is David Palmer.
0: Okay. Okay. Never heard of that particular person. Do you know who that narrator is? Yeah, I, don't know I think I've
2: had one or two of his his stuff. Yeah. I do wish I could remember okay. the name of that series that was so good with the gods and the, and the websites and the.
1: What series?
2: Oh, there was a series that I had suggested last month, and I couldn't remember the name. Um, I think the the first one may be on Bard, but it's about it's about two demigods who are um, who have uh, who are in control of the of of the internet and the the whole premise is that the the greek gods are in control of the internet and and um you know there's all these different uh, factions that and politics and all this all having to do with the greek gods and and they notice that there's corruption and and so forth and so on and and um oh, and i just can't remember the name of the book Can you think of a keyword?
3: What? Can you think of a keyword? I'm sitting here with my iPad up and on.
1: Look up gods and internet. Okay. Although, frankly, Ann, I'd have liked it better if it was Satan and the internet, (laughs) because he's really beginning to think that (laughs) it's (laughs) the instrument of the devil.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I
1: mean, we just, you know, it, it was oh, weird enough.
0: Hiding.
1: It was weird enough when it used when it used to be just the internet. But we've had a we had a guy here order a drug that they've been talking about on TV as being extremely dangerous. Oh, he OD'd on it. They ha- they. There's an injection they can give you for heroin. Insult. OD's. And this guy had to have three injections to bring him back.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: And it's like, what kind of idiot would order a? And it's not even a. It's not even a. You know, regular pharmaceutical. It's something new they've called up, called Pink or Pinky. Oh dear, Lord! That's
0: all we need—is another new drug for people to get hooked on.
1: Well, this one, this one, you don't generally get hooked on. Generally, you die.
0: No, oh, that's even better. We
1: had we've had two kids up in, in up in Park City, which is a ski resort about thirty miles east of Salt Lake die from it. Oh my and gosh. One girl they think she tried to commit suicide and then this guy out in up in Bountiful, but this stuff is so nasty you don't even have to take it. It can even get at you through your skin.
2: Oh, ew. Uh- Oh um, my gosh! Oh no, no, no. no! Oh yuck! Um, what that's what is? What are we doing to ourselves? I tell you,
1: I now, don't know. Given that I'm in a war with Audible right now, I'm I'm not really. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm I think we're changing. I think change has become too frequent, too often. I just I think I just said the same thing twice. But,
2: no, you know, I, no, I understand what you mean.
1: It's like every year yeah. we have to have a new operating system for the i, I devices, and for the Mac yeah. and for Windows. Yeah. And they just don't have time to fix the bugs before they release them. That's why I'm kind of complaining, because one of the things that I've at least seen indications of is that the Mail app isn't all that blind-friendly on Mac OS now. Oh man! Really? And well, it's just, and it isn't just me. My sighted friend doesn't like the rate of change either. I mean, maybe it's because I'm an old fart, but I'm—I don't know that I can keep up anymore with well, all these it, it, changes. It
2: is—it is getting difficult when you consider that. You know, here's this iPhone thing, and, you know, you have to do all these gestures, and you have to, you know. And the thing I hate about it is that it takes more time to get anything done. Now, I dialed the number for this conference in about 10 seconds. And I sit here with my phone, you know, and it's a regular phone, and I sit here, and I dial in 10 seconds, and I get the number, and I'm good to go. Uh, I, you know, I, I, and I don't have to talk to anybody to to dial it for me, and I don't have to correct anything that that person, mechanical person, says. Oh, the thing that drives me nuts is when you're trying to dictate, and Siri interrupts you and says, um, "Your message to so and so says," and she oh, yeah, back what I said. Do you want to send this message now? No, I don't want to send this message now. I wasn't done, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never have gotten. I don't think I've ever used my Siri. I, I may use Siri to dial a phone number, but I don't think I've ever used the keypad to dial a phone number.
2: No, I haven't either.
1: I mean, it's, it's and then then you get in there, and and I may try this. On this website tomorrow. Oh, maybe I'll try my bank instead. You know, then you got to enter a password, and I'm not sure how to do that. Well,
2: if you get on the password thing and it'll say edit, you just type it in. I mean, oh, you mean on the iPhone? Yes. Oh, God. See, that's (laughs) the thing. I want something with buttons. I want to be able to know what I pressed when I press it.
1: Well, you know, and what's particularly interesting is the first thing a lot of blind people that get an eye device do is run out and buy a Bluetooth keyboard. Oh you yeah. You know, it's like if you're going to go buy a Bluetooth keyboard, just go buy a laptop.
2: Right, exactly. See, that's why I want to put all those apps and everything on the tablet, and I have all that, and then I just want a phone that works. Just want a phone phone.
1: Yeah. But I really hope that, well, I'd prefer it be Samsung or Android phones that develop the symptom first, but I'm looking for the Internet Titanic. Oh. Because one of the things that the Titanic did is it really shook up Edwardian, you know, the, oh, technology is wonderful, we can do everything, and then they have send out this unsinkable ship, and the first thing it does is sink.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it really shook up the Edwardians. I'm sure it did. And... I'm waiting to see what happens here. I have a horrible feeling it's either going to be this Internet of Things where everything has to be connected to the Internet, whether you need it or not. Right. Or it's going to be self driving cars.
2: Well, uh-uh. I wouldn't mind a self driving car if it was if it was accurate in where it was going and if it right. um and if you could drive it without being run over by some Human driving a car.
1: Yeah. the problem I see with it is, you know, what's going to happen? You're driving along the road, and all of a sudden, right in front of you, there's a sewer being dug. You know, how is the car going to reorient itself? How is it going to find a parking place? As a blind person, how are you going to find where you are when you find the parking place? You know, and have to go into a building, right? You know, those are the kind of issues I see coming. Plus, they finally had one that killed somebody. <laughs> out Did in Cali- Yeah, out in California, it was a Tesla car. Oh no! It got in a wreck I- and killed somebody.
3: I think I heard that 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 one had not, that th- that accident had occurred because they were using it outside the. Prescribed uh, rules that you were supposed to use for driving one of them. Well, but I'm not really don't know that much about it.
1: I just heard they had one that killed somebody, and I, Uh, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of faith in electronics, but uh huh. There was a science fiction book or story I read in Analog once. I think the title was Vampire. They had all these fancy electronic self-driving cars and yeah. somebody put put a virus in them. Oh Oh,
2: oh dear, so they ran amok.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: oh dear. Well, you know, and if if somebody can write a a story about a a non self-driving car running amok and and chasing after people and blowing its <laughs> horn and 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 I had I had uh, nightmares about Christine for weeks. Oh my God! <laughs> well, I,
0: you
2: know, being chased by the 1959 Red Fury, whatever the heck you know. Oh God! I mean that, that was awful. Well, it wasn't weeks. It was well, it was maybe two weeks. Still, I no. you know.
1: I've never actually that's... read that book.
2: <laughs> Me neither. No, I'm just a
1: Stephen King person. Well, I read, I was kind of interested in him him up until I read The Stand. And it was like, is this book ever going to end and is he <laughs> ever going to stop killing people?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I well, I'll see. I went through, I read Christine and I read Dolores Claiborne and I started it, but I didn't finish that. And and uh, I, I just decided I didn't care. If, oh, and I read Cell. I had to read Cell for some book club I was in at the time.
0: Oh, he wrote Cell. Oh, that was that movie scared the crap out of me. Yeah.
2: Well, it. and see, you
0: know, I, I just have decided
2: I'm, I'm staying away from Stephen King.
1: <laughs> well, he wrote one of the most one of the, well, I don't know, one of the memorable TV dramas that I remember called Duel. It's about this traveling salesman, and I don't remember what started it, but this tanker truck starts chasing him. And you Gosh. never do see the driver.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he
1: keeps, you know, trying to, the truck keeps trying to kill the the driver or the the traveling salesman, and tra- you know. Finally, Tracking tra- him down and stuff. Yeah, the f- oh, finally the traveling salesman sends it off a cliff.
2: Oh dear! It, so- it sounds like Christine's husband.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh my Oh, it's but it had Dennis
1: Weaver in it, and he always has been kind of a memorable actor to me, even as Gee, Chester the in the Gunsmoke, and then as McLeod. Um, oh, right. but this. Well,
2: was, so are we doing Fireball or what are we doing?
1: We're doing Fireball. Uh, yeah. I'm going to do Fireball.
2: Okay. All right. We're doing Fireball. Wonderful.
1: That's and if fine. I still have an Internet connection because my <coughs> back just said something about my Firewire network.
0: Oh, no. Oh,
1: um, no.
2: Well, um, anyway, okay. So, fireball. Okay. 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 Right. Ball of fire. You.